listeners to Season 5, Episode 4 of Drinking and Screaming, a queer and feminist podcast about horror movies and cocktails. I'm Char, and my pronouns are she, they. And I'm Kelly, and my pronouns are they, them. And you may have heard some interesting theme music today. That is because we are participating in all the horror, where um, horror podcasts from around the globe work together to promote the Scares That Care charity and just share the love of horror with everyone in the community. And that means that today we are joined by a very special guest, Christina. Please introduce yourself and tell everybody about your awesome show. Hello, I'm Christina, she, her pronouns. And I'm missing my other half, that's MJ, but we are a Spooky Tales, and we are a podcast all about uh, paranormal, spooky stories, legends, myths, folklore, with the focus on Latin America. Awesome. I can't wait to uh, join you to speak about haunted theme parks later mm-hmm. in the it's month. It's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, And listeners, we had you all vote on Patreon. It was a battle of the sequels, Scream 2 versus Child's Play 2. And Child's Play 2 was the winner. This episode will contain discussion on the foster care system, death, and mental health issues. If any of these things are something that you need to not hear about today, feel free to skip this episode and we'll see you next time. But first, we have an inspired cocktail creation that we made to match the mood and themes of the movie. So we made this drink to be good for the kid's spirit inside you. Uh, so I made the drink this week. Yes, I, I am very excited to take my it's first It's a char-ass drink. Yes. I, I was like, I'm not going to try to make one that's like, I don't know, Chucky. We usually do like Chucky made this or oh like, God. I don't know, uh, he fucked with another drink or something like that yeah i was like i'm just gonna make something that's candy uh so i called it adult candy um and the ingredients are one ounce of raspberry sourpuss two ounces mad lab gin eight thank you mad lab one egg one egg white uh some lemon squirt of lemon however however much you want a sugar cube and then shake well with ice. Um, let me tell you, Kelly, you're going to hate this so much. I can see that I'm going to hate this. It's so good, you guys. Everybody, this is delicious. Oh, ah, my goodness. Holy sh- <laughs> Don't listen to Kelly. Oh my it's God. awesome. <laughs> ah, my brain is screaming. This <laughs> is something I need to have uh, all the time. Ah, my teeth are chattering. The color is so nice as well. And you get that really nice layer of the egg white foam on top. It's a beautiful drink. My teeth are rattling. Why? Why would they rattle? It tastes sour. The nerves in my teeth are just shaking. (laughs) It's so sour. Oh, my God. I mean, it is tasty. (laughs) After all that, it does taste good. I think the sugar cube, normally I don't like it when sugar cubes are in my sour drinks, but I think it actually does the perfect amount of of easing back that sourness from mm. being too sour to just right. Well, um, my I don't know if this is how it's supposed to be, but my mental process is if I'm putting egg white in, if I put a sugar cube, technically I'm making a meringue. So the top oh. of the drink should be a meringue at that point, right? Right? I see. That's cool. I didn't even think of that. I could totally get that inspiration for sure. I mean, I hope that as I'm imagining someone out there who's a real mixologist is like, no, that's not right. <laughs> but it's right for us and we're the only people that matter. Oh my oh it's, <laughs> it's like an alcoholic um like 
Oh, what are they? The star lifesavers, Starbursts. Oh, the not the squishy oh warheads. Ones. No, the really sour ones. Ah, uh, cherry. Cherry the, bomb. No, they're like the little. They're the same size as Starbursts, but they're like the clear sugar. Oh, I don't know what that is. Why can I not think of what it is? Oh it's, well. The oh, this drink has shattered my brain. <laughs> So I can't even think about what it is. <sighs> While Kelly's brain is shattered, I would love to shout out all of our patrons. Thank you all so, so much for supporting the show. This year has been a tough year. I mean, past two years with this pandemic, with this panini, with this pesto sauce happening. And we are... So grateful for your support. So thank you so much to Nicholas G, Aiden T, Oles Bear, Jacob M, Diana S, Let's Represent Podcast, Jackie V, Janet S, Redhead Rebellion, Kat K, Colleen D, and Aubrey L. Y'all are fabulous. Jolly Rancher. That's Jolly the, Rancher. That's the word I was looking They're for. They're clear. They, Jolly Ranchers are like clearer than a Starburst. I was thinking like literally invisible clear, not like no. It's, I see. I it see. tastes like liquid Jolly Rancher. It does. It really does. Oh my god! <laughs> but sourer in such a good way. Yeah. So this week we watched Child's Play Two, which premiered on November 9th, nineteen ninety. It's written by Don Mancini, directed by John Lafia, and edited by Edward Warshikel. Wow, that's hard to say. Warshilka? <laughs> Edward Warshilka. Edward Worcestershire sauce. I love that. Everybody has a different way to pronounce it, too. So it's like, oh, uh, sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just say it with confidence. <laughs> I can't say it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. It stars Alex Vincent as sweet child Andy Barkley, Christina Lees as tough foster sister Kyle, and Brad Jeriff as the voice of evil soul-searching doll Chucky. This synopsis was written by Nikeno71 on IMDb. Thank you so much, Nikeno, for all your hard work. We appreciate it. <laughs> a little over two years after the events of the first film, a now eight-year-old Andy Barkley, Alex Vincent, has become a ward of the state after his mother Karen was placed in a mental institute after sticking to her story about Chucky in court. CEO of the Play Pals company Sullivan has the Chucky doll reassembled to show nothing is wrong with it. Doing this, however, reawakens the soul of Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a. Chucky, who now goes in search of Andy. At the same time, Andy is placed in a foster home, being taken away, taken in by Joanne and Phil Simpson. Andy is also introduced to his rebellious 17-year-old foster sister, Kyle. Chucky tracks down Andy and resumes his murderous ways in order to transfer his soul into Andy to become human, leaving Kyle as the only person who can protect Andy and help him stop Chucky. So for some reason, these foster parents seem hell bent on blaming Andy for everything that happened to him and how much of a problem child he is. Both of the foster parents get killed, the dad by tripping down the stairs and the mom via throat slice. But Kyle manages to escape and help out Andy. They have a final showdown with Chucky at the Good Guy Doll Factory, where Chucky manages to complete the ritual but too late. He is stuck in the doll body. Andy and Kyle decide to destroy this doll body with all of the factory machines as they try to escape, ultimately removing Chucky's legs and dousing him in liquid hot wax. Chucky appears to be vanquished and the duo leaves the factory unsure where life will take them. Hit me with that trailer audio. Sorry, Jack. 
Shaggy's back. How's it hanging, Phil? Child's Play 2. He's the original. He'll take your breath away. This fall, Chucky rules. Did you miss me, Andy? I sure missed you. That was just every death in the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, wow. <laughs> Woof. Uh, Christina, I'll let you jump in here. What did you think? That that trailer is pretty fun. Yeah, I if I saw it, I would have I would have wanted to go see Chucky. Um, how's it hanging, Phil? What a great line. <laughs> yes, that made me laugh out loud <laughs> in the movie. And then again, just watching that trailer. Yeah. I, I was terrified as Chucky as a kid. And I think if I saw that trailer, I would have just thought it was like a summer action oh. flick, action comedy, maybe. Uh, and definitely would not have been afraid of Chucky if I had seen that trailer. It's yeah. totally feels like, I mean, the whole series is very fun and like there sure is like some violence, some gore, but at the end of the day, I don't feel like it's meant to really scare you. It's just part of the genre in like a weird way. You tell that to five-year-old Kelly and <laughs> I will get very mad at you because I was terrified of Chucky as a child. I had so many of my um, aunts that they would be like, you better behave or Chuck is going to come get you. But everybody was, or nobody was scared. I mean, oh, okay. were, I guess they thought they were doing something, but they really weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Like the boogeyman or whatever, but picking mm -hmm. Chucky, I mean, yeah, not one to really th throw some fear in yeah, your heart. Like, there's so many better options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So jumping into our thoughts on the film, I'd love to hear your first impressions, Christina, anything that like really jumped out at you. Take the floor. Um, all the adults suck. <laughs> they, they deserve to die. Mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. You're not lying. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so they suck. Um, Andy and Kyle are awesome. And it's a lot of fun. It's just uh, really fun watching these adults die. <laughs> mm. It's like universally all of the adults suck, except for maybe the foster care like worker. She was like the only nice one, but like yeah, all of the the actual foster parents were awful. The uh, teacher, the teacher, <laughs> locking Andy in the classroom. I that for some reason was way too far to me than everything else that she had done. I mean, yeah, all he did was he wrote a cuss. I mean, it was pretty. And it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed bad. That's like back in the day when like kids would get hit with rulers when they wrote with their left hands. Yeah. But don't worry, yeah, she died yeah. via ruler. <laughs> <laughs> and deserved it. Yeah. You don't take this away. <laughs> I thought Reese that... Is sacred. <laughs> that scene was so funny to me, like seeing Chucky like raising this ruler. Like sure, she gets stabbed as well beforehand, but it seemed like the, the real death blows were being given by this like meter stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like death by a thousand slashes. There's no way that that ruler killed her quickly <laughs> yeah i think it, it's weird because like the chucky's also technically an adult but like so many of the perspectives are from kids and like it's such a kids perspective thing that adults are just terrible and are universally bad and the fact that like everyone was is like nobody could help them because they were all terrible even like the cop yep. that stopped uh, Kyle when she was being abducted by Chucky was an asshole. Yeah, nobody was n nobody was good. 
Except uh, Kyle and Andy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, she's basically an adult. I, uh, I'll talk about that a bit later, though. <laughs> she Kelly. smokes. That's an adult thing, right? Yeah. I mean, she has to take care <laughs> of herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're allowed to do things if we're older. Exactly. Bad things. <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm definitely not. I shouldn't be responsible for taking care of myself. That I am not, I'm not responsible enough. I shouldn't be responsible for other lives. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me be a mom. I don't know. <laughs> And for all you listeners at home, Christina has her baby sleeping yeah. on her chest as we are recording right now. <laughs> definitely high energy mom vibes right there. Are there are four co-hosts co here. There will definitely some, be some coos in the audio. He has words about Chucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he, he uh, hopes to grow up to be as strong because that doll had some major super strength. Mm -hmm. I love seeing Chucky's little tiny hand just like trip everyone. Like, yeah. <laughs> That was in the trailer. It was every time that he like trips someone. It was great. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Kelly, what's your, what are your thoughts on uh, this film? I mean, mine feeds like directly into that. Um, it, I think it's the most frustrating thing about this movie is how much flack Andy gets. Like, sure. Maybe you think he's misbehaving, but also he, literally like less than a year ago, there were people being murdered around him. And I think, a lot of people should have recognized that if anything, Andy has like major PTSD and is applying the fact that people were dying around him to this doll and maybe get off his ass a little bit about what happened to him and how he's clearly not having a good time uh, and maybe needs a bit of help. Helping uh, a child that you've taken into your care? What? What? <laughs> he needed trauma-informed care, which he clearly didn't have. Exactly. Like, I think at one point someone's like, yeah, he he's struggling because people died around him and he's making up this dumb story. And then it's like everyone in his life just starts getting mad at him for continuing that story rather than doing anything to help him. And it hasn't been that long. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, like... And then to have that doll in the house and not like take action to get rid of it. Right? Don't worry. They put it in the basement. At later. <laughs> and it, that's not even getting rid of it. They kind of just put it downstairs. And like it's his his trigger is that doll. And the fact that like you didn't get rid of it immediately and like visibly show Andy that you're destroying it. Um, I, I mean, we learned that... As you said before, every adult is an asshole in this movie, but it's like so irresponsible to let this kid like have this trauma and then still show the, the trigger point for him. That's the real horror. The mom was like <laughs> yeah. aware, too, of this story. And like that seems like a very like it's a big brand name toy. So it was very strange to me that she didn't think to go through the boy's room and like find that doll and remove it. She says like, oh, we have so much stuff in here. Like I forget what comes and goes. But when you know your kid is traumatized by a specific toy, I think you should make sure that you don't have that toy in this yeah. bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> or, or fine, if she hadn't done it before, at that moment, that was the right time to grab it and just throw them away. Yeah. It would also, I feel like that would bond you to your foster kid if like you went out back and just like, sort of beating up the doll and like burning it and stuff and be like, I'm on your, listen, kid, I'm on your side. Fuck this doll. Let's do it together. Yep. <laughs> just that scene from office space where they're out in the field, just stomping the printer. But it's Chucky. But it's Chucky. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I don't know. I think watching this movie, I was less scared and more just angry and frustrated at how Andy didn't get any help. Yeah. Uh, which kind of spoilers for later in the series. He just becomes a major badass and I can see why he has to because nobody else is on his side. Which is kind of what Kyle is telling him. Yeah. Uh, which kind of segues into my point. I love when this happens. We don't plan it's perfect. it. Perfect. We're, we're just <laughs> we're just flowing. <laughs> just that professional. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's she uh, shares the story about how she's been in what like twelve different foster homes already, and um, how she knows like every time she gets kicked out of a home, it just proves to her and makes her stronger because then she knows that she's the only person that she can rely on. Which is kind of what happens to Andy. Like his mom sticks by him and and tells the truth in the trial, which we don't get to see, unfortunately. But the court system fails them. I mean, it is a pretty unbelievable story, but listen, (laughs) this is a world where uh, magic clearly exists. Uh, The fact that somebody was able to do this should not be a surprise to anyone when like periodically storm clouds appear over set locations in a city and then disappear as if again by magic very spooky storm clouds yep (laughs) they're like ghostbusters storm clouds (laughs) (laughs) i did want to highlight though the character of kyle i find that she's really brave she's feisty she's caring she's really sure of herself uh and i love that like the, the the energy that she brings to the film, the energy that she brings to Andy as a mentor or a guide uh, mm-hmm. in this new foster house. And she has like a lot of life skills that I didn't have when I was 17. I thought that was pretty cool. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually her film debut, that actress. So I think she did a fantastic job. I feel like all the side note, all the acting of the film although the uh scenario of chucky was really off the wall and out there the actual acting was pretty believable there weren't and money line deliveries that like pulled me out of watching the movie Mm -hmm. yeah Um, did you have any other points you wanted to get across christina no no those are my 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 main points that the adults suck and uh deserve to die (laughs) and it's just a really fun movie yeah i had a really great time it gets really brutal at the end like (laughs) yes (laughs) all the gore on the on chucky is gets pretty hardcore and like every time you think it's done it's not (laughs) yeah because like we're halfway through the movie you learn that he's like turning back into a human which i think was part of the plot of the first one Mm -hmm. so then he has to do things that like if was if it was a human body would be horrifying like having to rip off his own hand, uh, getting his legs burnt and cut off, and then like hot plastic poured all over him. It's like they had, it's like they wanted to make just like this incredibly gory movie. And then they were like, well, we could, it, we could have it be a doll. Be, a, be fine if we did it to a doll. It was still <laughs> it's so <more> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's understandable. I mean, we could probably get away from a, a, higher rating if it was a doll and yet i found it so hard like i like audibly gasped when he uh his hand gets ripped off and then he is usually wielding this blade and he decides to like take off the hilt and put the blade in his arm Ah, that was hard to watch even though it was a doll Uh. yeah 
Actually, I just realized, because while we were watching, I kept pointing out, I'm like, is that a reference? Is that a reference? Was that supposed to be a reference to Candyman? It could have been. I could be. Yeah. Because like there was also when he gets the hot plastic poured on him, there's that like red tube whipping around that kind of looks like the dog from the thing. Especially with all of that wax like layered on. Yeah. It was very like creature like. I think that was a reference to Candyman. We're doing it. We're figuring, we're piecing this puzzle together. I love the name they gave him too. It's like the most serial killer name out there. Like, it's just so plain. Like, like the Zodiac killer was just caught and yeah. his name is Gary. <laughs> like, Wait, they found the Zodiac killer? Yeah, like two days ago. Oh. Um, I didn't. Zodiac killer? What? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like two, two days ago. Yeah, Gary something. It's wild. Like, just like... I missed it. <laughs> Oh my god, how? It was all over know. all over Twitter. That almost makes it less interesting now. I liked it when the when he wasn't when we yeah, when we he didn't wasn't know named his name. Gary. Yeah. Bob. When, we, <laughs> when we thought it was a presidential candidate, apparently. Oh boy. <laughs> We're gonna take a moment to talk about our socials and sponsors. So hi again, this is Christina from A Spooky Tales. We are a podcast all about spooky things, paranormal stories, legends, myths, with a focus on Latin America. We release every Friday and you can find us literally everywhere you get your podcasts. And also TikTok. I do a lot there almost every day. And it's uh, more than just Latin America. Literally anything anyone requests, I will find a spooky story about it. So it's a lot of fun. And then just the regular socials after that. <laughs> This season of Drinking and Screaming would not be possible without the support of Mad Lab Distillery. With us since the very beginning, this distillery is Canadian and we love everything they create. We used their Gin 8 in this cocktail that still just tastes like a very so sour jolly rancher. Oh boy, but so it's so good. good. I really like this gin. I'm excited to make drinks that don't taste like a child accidentally made it. Um... <laughs> But if you had a kid drinking this, I don't think they would enjoy it that much, but I sure do. Kids love sugar, and they love gin, as far as I know. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been a kid. If you want to get Mad Lab's uh, amazing products, at a, you can get them at a private liquor store near you or at madlabdistilling.com. Evil Amy has sent us a Chucky Funko Pop. It is adorable. He's holding his blade, and it really makes me want to do a Chucky outfit one year for mm. Halloween. I'm thinking me as Chucky, you as Tiffany. Sexy Chucky outfit. Ooh. <laughs> I mean also just having some overalls is nice. Yeah. But uh, I can be sexy with overalls. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Amy has a wide array of products available on her uh, online website. They ship globally so you can get it no matter where you're listening from. They are fantastic. If you use code EVIL10, all caps, you can get 10% off your purchase at evilamysterrorshop.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at drink underscore scream, on Facebook at drink and scream, and you can email us at drinkingandscreaming at gmail.com. For more information and to buy some merch, go to drinkingandscreaming.com. We talked how much this drink is a shard drink. You can get merch about shard drinks. <laughs> it oh includes being sour. It includes egg whites. It includes, I don't know, tequila. This one doesn't, but... <laughs> It's good. And not knives. Go check it out. No knives. Dumbala, send me back to the episode, I beg of you. Nice, that was good. <laughs> Lightning! <laughs> 
So speaking of references, all the, all the references, there was one reference that I'm really bummed that they didn't have. Oh, what was it, Callie? Uh, from the Evil Dead, whence, whence the evil come from, is it- the book that we are going to reference ourselves because it's time to open the Recognomicon! <laughs> Solid, did it. <laughs> uh, my recommendation is The Prodigy from 2019. Um, it's about a murderer who dies and his soul is put into a baby. It kind of reminds Ooh. me of Charles trying to possess Andy. And that movie goes off the rails. I, uh, it's The Prodigy from 2019. <laughs> My recommendation is not as, um, I don't want to say like interesting because it is still a good movie, but like a very cool connection. Mine's an easy one. Mine is <laughs> Child's Play from 2019, <laughs> which is a fun remake of the first film of this series. And I find that it captures the horror comedy, like the real comedy vibe of this film that we know and love but they add a bit more of the horror element to it than what we had in this movie so that's child's play from 2019 and audrey plaza is in it true she's a cool oh. mom yeah <laughs> i need to watch this i it's haven't seen it pretty good it has uh mark hamill as the voice of chucky okay wow yeah i'm gonna watch that um so uh, it, was Chucky intended to be a horror comedy or is it supposed to be just like a thriller? What is it supposed to Question be? Question mark. <laughs> I, I, I called it a horror comedy, but I, I think, think it's a horror comedy too. Yeah. Um, so because it's a horror comedy, I'm going to recommend another horror comedy, uh, Final Girls. I think it's what it's called. Oh, yes. It's so fun. Yes! Oh my God. I just watched it like um, three days ago or something. Nice. It's just fun and cheesy and just like Chucky. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good film. Kelly and I also watched that not too long ago. Um, It's so hard when films come out when we've already planned what our season's going to be. I'm always like, oh, but that was so good. Like, we have to slide it in. (laughs) Yeah. The struggle. I mean, joke's on you. The Final Girls came out in 2015. We were just late to the game. (laughs) Oh, well, there we go. My bad. Yeah. (laughs) Also, the show Scream Queens reminds me of. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's so good. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's so fun. My husband's a hater and doesn't like horror or horror comedy. Um, And like we're up late at night um, with the baby. And so that's what I'm watching. And he's there with me for moral support. And he's like, this is so dumb. You know what, what, Kyle, if you're going to do this, leave. (laughs) This was great. Damn it, Kyle. Damn it, Kyle. It's time for... Scaredy facts is the part of our podcast where we introduce you into our relationship, where we snuggle up in bed after horror movies. Uh, Not with Kyle, though, because he doesn't like them. Because he's a pooper. And we go through all the trivia and desensitize (laughs) ourselves from the horror. And now we're bringing it to you. And welcome, Christina, into our Scaredy Facts snuggle section. Um, Starting off with the budget, this film, uh, I was surprised, but I guess, or I wrote the Scaredy Facts before we watched it again today, just to have a fresh view before we did the episode. And I saw that it was a 13 million budget, which I was surprised by. But now that I've seen the ending and how good the animatronics were, that makes sense to me. I feel like I was surprised that that's lower that i feel like it would have been higher than i thought but okay i huh their opening weekend they made 10.7 million and fun fact they opened as the number one film at the box office oh sick that weekend and another scary fact on top of that is that it was on the second 
anniversary of the first film coming out. Oh, that is fun. Yeah, I like that. They really planned it. And then this series just goes off the rails and they're releasing them like once a year, basically. Yep. <laughs> and then the worldwide gross is $35.8 million, which I w- uh, anticipated that to be higher. I'm a little surprised yeah. that it's that low. But I guess maybe it sort of gained popularity as it went. That's mm-hmm. I don't know why it would be so small. I feel like it might have been one of those series that kind of had to pick up steam. Mm. So Don Mancini stated that in an early draft of his script, the film was set during the Christmas season. I'm a bit sad that they shifted that away, but we don't get enough Christmas horror. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. And that's why uh, they have so many good guy dolls at the factory during the uh. finale because they're like hugely piled. Um, I mean, the first one is setting in Christmas, isn't it? Or, or is it Brett or is it Andy's birthday? birthday? No, it's basically yeah. the same thing. For, for a child, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> no, Christmas is when everybody gets presents. Birthday yeah, but is as when a it's child, just you. you don't care that the other people are getting presents. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good guy doll Tommy is named after the original Child's Play director Tom Holland. Not that Not Tom Spider-Man. Holland. Yeah, no. I don't the think, other I think Tom he was, Holland, like unborn at that. Like he was. <laughs> As unborn, it was as many years before he was born as the age he is now. <laughs> what <laughs> the math might work? It's a weird way out. to say it, it's a weird way to say it, but it's true. <laughs> the original script had an opening scene of the court hearing dealing with the events of the previous film, and Catherine Hicks was supposed to reprise her role as Karen Barkley in this sequence, but it ended up being cut right before filming began. We see some elements of this scene appear in a similar courtroom scene in Curse of Chucky, which is from 2013. But I thought it was extra interesting that although she wasn't on set, although she wasn't actually featured in the film as Karen, the mom, she was actually on set a lot because her husband, Kevin Yeager operates the animatronic Chucky doll. Nice. So she was always there. That's cool. You got to just let her be in the movie at that point. I don't know why they didn't do it. (laughs) There was a picture of her. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, All of Brad Dourif's voiceover work for Chucky was recorded in advance so that they could match up Chucky's mouth with the words, which I did think they did a good job on. Mm -hmm. Um, And because of this, Dourif was basically rarely on set. So what they would do was just play recordings of his voice back for um, the child actor Alex Vincent to go by. And he still held up, I thought, as... um, like seeing the first film, we Kel, both Kelly and I were super impressed on Alex Vincent's performance as a young, young actor. And now he's a little bit older, which is kind of the make or break point I find of kids. It's like this is where they could kind of be very unconvincing in their mm. roles. But he still did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. And now knowing that he was like doing this with nobody there, just a recording, <laughs> it's more impressive. Yeah. Maybe it was easier for a child to act with a doll. Because they had more of a connection than a grown ass man. <laughs> than a scary man. <laughs> yeah, just a grown ass man like on his knees talking to you. I'm gonna kill you, kid. Oh gosh. <laughs> Let's play hide. That sounds the soul. more terrifying, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Just like remake Chucky, but replace uh, Chucky with the real actor, the adult man threatening a child. <laughs> Um, 
last scaredy fact. I was surprised there were not that many featured on IMDb. Uh, a bit of a letdown besides like so-and-so was considered for oh, I hate those. the teacher. Yeah. It's always like 90% of the trivia is like, <laughs> hey, every actor was considered for this role. But it ended up going to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So last scary fact, the murder of Andy's teacher and the final showdown at the toy factory are both elements of Don Mancini's original child's play script that didn't actually make it into the first film. So when they had the opportunity to make a sequel, it was the perfect time to slide those in. Ooh, I have wow. an extra bonus fact for you. Yes, please beef up the scaredy facts. <laughs> uh, the a while ago, like uh, two years ago, when Char and I started watching Child's Play, uh, we noticed that they were making a TV show called Chucky that featured the original cast, like Brad DeRiff, Jennifer Tilly, uh, Alex Vincent, all reprising their roles. But it had been like delayed and stuff. Uh, but it was just announced like two weeks ago. Uh, that it's uh, happening and coming Finally. out soon. Yeah, uh, October 12th, which is Ooh. like Tuesday. Yep. Right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, You're listening. If you listen to this, the day it comes out on October 11th. So tomorrow, tomorrow or it's later. Coming out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's got everyone in it. It's even got Kyle in it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm excited about watching that. I know what we're doing on Tuesday. Heck yeah. Kelly, you have a final thought for us? I do. Um, honestly, this felt like a cool uh, con continuity, continuation. Word, That's the word. Um, of the first <laughs> one, like learning how uh, Andy was dealing with the events of the first one and kind of focusing on more of his like recovery of that situation felt like an honest con continuation. Um, and uh, I really like how it leads into the s series as a whole. And I honestly don't remember any of the movies in the series not being good maybe curse of chucky as long as you know what you're getting into yeah there are no just real stinkers fun. yeah yeah <laughs> christina any final thoughts yeah as far as sequels go i feel like it's just as good as the first one I, obviously they're not like these masterpieces i mean <laughs> i think they are great yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like you said if you know what you're you know what they knew what they were doing we know what we're watching yeah and so as far as it goes it's a good sequel and it's fun i agree they didn't drop the ball um which is always a risk when you hear there's a sequel my go-to for that example is lion king lion oh, king God, yeah one is amazing lion king two is like well it's okay and then it just gets worse as it goes <laughs> they should have stopped yeah, yeah. please <laughs> you didn't like one and a half no. One and a half was fun. What? <laughs> I did not like one and a half. I'm sorry. I have low standards, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I just liked the Timon and Pumbaa animated series. Oh, yeah. Because that was the best Same. part. <laughs> <laughs> My final thought is a little cheesy, but I'm just uh, want to say thank you so, so much, Christina, for coming on the show. It's been so nice to get to know you. Uh, and I'm excited to swap back over on your show, A Spooky Tales soon very excited but like all the horror is such a cool concept we always meet so many great people from the community um and once we have someone on the show we always want them to come back hopefully mj can join you next time <laughs> oh yes yeah hopefully this was well, a lot of fun <laughs> yeah yeah well that's been child's play 2 a movie about sid from toy story being totally validated <laughs> 
<laughs> Next week, we'll be watching two films and comparing them to each other The Last House on the Left from 1972 and the remake of the same name from 2009. Ooh. And remember, always scream responsibly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what a fun tagline. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Drinking and Screaming. Drinking and Screaming is produced and edited by Charlene Bear. Our sound engineer and local designer is Kelly Wright. And it's hosted by, yep, you guessed it, Kelly Wright and Charlene Bear. For bonus episodes, Patreon poll voting privileges, and exclusive rewards, become a patron at patreon.com slash drinkandscream. Want a shout out? Review us on Apple Podcasts and we'll read your review live on the show. For more information, check out our website, drinkingandscreaming.com.